The Prod Box brings experiences from myself, industry professionals, colleagues, senior leaders and discussions on key topics within the product management and technology space from a player and coaching point of view, aiming to help us all learn and succeed in building great product management teams resulting in great software products. So welcome and enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe or join our mailing list at thepodbox.co.uk. to the Prodbox episode one, product owner versus product manager. Now, regardless of the industry you're in, if you love building products as a product owner or a product manager, then of course, we are one in product management bliss. We are all product enthusiasts, so we love building, creating, solving problems, watching our products succeed. However, The product owner versus product manager discussion has been quite a constant one in the product space and has been happening since maybe the beginning of product management time or rather since the introduction of Scrum. So before Scrum, product management as we know it was pretty much a waterfall process, essentially create a business case, gather all your requirements, have a picture of exactly what the product looks like, what you want it to look like, design it, build it, deploy it. And that's the end of that. But since the birth of Scrum in the early 90s by Jess Sutherland, agile methodologies have morphed into many different variations. And the product role varies with these different processes. So whether you're waterfall, agile, lean, Kanban, using safe, using less, to mention a few... Product management has the same fundamentals regardless of the methodologies, I feel. The thing that I love most about product management is the fact that you can create something new and create something that is going to benefit someone using your product. I'm a fan of ethical software uh, and I'm a fan of learning new ways and the best processes and understanding how best to deliver the best product to your users, to your customer. So what's the difference? If we talk traditional product owner versus traditional product manager, they are indeed very different. Product ownership or product owner, according to Scrum, the most important thing, first and foremost, is developing and maintaining and the management of the product backlog. So prioritizing this, ensuring that the highest value item is the first thing that you're going to work on, that your development team are going to build. So the product owner is a more tactical role. So overseeing development stages for the product and being the voice of the client, as well as understanding the client's needs, which are essential. So the product owner are a link between development, the stakeholders within the business, and aside from the principal responsibilities according to Essential Scrum, so really kind of focusing on uh, your stakeholder management, your backlog prioritization, I feel they also include things like usability testing and prototyping. So ensuring that your on the right track to delivering value to your customer, but could also include managing or inputting into the roadmap for your product. Also thinking about technical stability, 
scalability. So for the future, can we scale to X amount of users? Uh, Looking at feature stability too. Does the feature actually deliver what it's supposed to deliver? Does it deliver that value um, to the user? The key to this is using analytics and data to understand how features are being used and then use that data to influence the evolution of those features. But of course, we all know quantitative data is essential when looking at how your products are being used and how best to improve it. But nothing can be qualitative data. Always talk to your customers. Back to the product owner role. Also key is, of course, having a solid understanding of your users. This is key because you need to be the voice of the user within your agile development team. If you're using Scrum, for example, you are the user, you are the voice of the user. In some cases, when a product owner obviously is working with a development team, they are sometimes a super user. So it might have come from the industry, or if you're building an internal product, the product owner may be a key user or a super user of that product internally. But also key to a product owner role is the market, understanding the market and the competition and who are your competitors to keep up with current trends in order to try and have foresight on future trends by following what's driving the market and of course reacting to them and this is actually the same and really key to a product management role which we'll explore in the product management chapter. It is essential to really understand what changes are happening in your market, what are driving clients or segments within your market and what do you need to focus on in order to deliver value to your customer. So to give you an example on reacting to what is happening in your market or your industry, I will talk a little bit about the Midstaff's scandal. So this is very public knowledge. It was labeled like that in the news. It is not a secret that I'm spilling. It is, you know, you can go and research it and, and find out what happened. But essentially, it was estimated between 400 and 1200 patients died as a result of poor care over the 50 months between January 2005 and March 2009 at Stafford Hospital. So in 2013, after many inquiries, a public report was published and they found a chronic shortage of staff, particularly nursing staff, was largely responsible for the substandard of care. So out of this, whilst working in healthcare technology uh, quite a few years ago, we developed a tool to help trusts and private healthcare organisations to optimise patient care and ensuring the right care was in place, putting the patient at the heart of it. So a product owner should have a solid understanding of users, the industry, the market and the problems within the industry, the problems that the industry faces in order to provide the best solutions, especially in ethical software, as you are often helping to improve the quality of people's lives. So to conclude... The product owner focuses on what to build and works iteratively to create products looping in feedback in every iteration, working with your key stakeholders within the business, working closely with your development team, and also being the voice of the customer within the business and working closely with your customers too. Okay, so let's go on to product manager. 
So as a product manager, I can't remember who said this to me or where I heard it, but it always stuck with me. The product manager is like a mini CEO. So imagine your product is your baby, you want it to grow, you want it to be successful, you want it to be everything it can be and more. You know, you have that desire for your product. And if you are CEO of a business, you have that same desire. That always stuck with me. And I always kind of come back to it when thinking about what a product manager does and what responsibilities are key for a product manager. So a product manager needs to perform a bit of a balancing act for their product, ensuring the product delivers value to the business, return on investment, so brings in the money, but also ensures the customer, clients, users get value out of the product. So ensure the product is solving the business problem or providing the service needed for each segment or demographic, however many you may have. So it starts with research and analysis. Why are we embarking on this journey? What business problem is the product solving? You know, looking at providing research data relevant to supporting that problem statement and identifying the opportunity also. So number of clients, competitor analysis, looking at white space analysis. So it's basically making the justification for the business to make that investment. So using tools like SWOT analysis, so strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, when doing competitive analysis are very important. Also key in the research, market analysis and strategy phase. So you've done your SWOT analysis, as I just mentioned. So you've looked at competitors within the market. Now you go on to looking at your segmentation and target. So who are you actually targeting? Who are your customers? What do they look like? What's their need? What's the business need? What's the size of business if it's a B2B, for example? What roles are you targeting? You know, really trying to understand each individual segment and what your demographics look like within that segmentation and pulling out buyer profiling. So really trying to understand actually who is going to buy your product, really understanding white space analysis as well. So if you're looking at your competitors, understanding which features they provide their customers, if you can get hold of that information, but then also understanding what features your customers or your users will value the most and trying to prioritize what you're doing based on that value. And then putting all of that together to develop your product strategy, which then moves on to your proposition development. So really looking at developing personas, so understanding what your customers value, understanding who, really building a profile on who your customer is, identifying your focus segments. So actually, okay, are you prioritizing particular segments? There is a saying that you can't develop for everyone because you end up developing for no one or creating a product for no one. So really identifying your focus segments, who you're prioritizing, turning that into proposition messaging for each segment um, and persona, and really laying all of that out in a lean product canvas, for example. So this is where you really lay out the customer problem, solution, your value proposition, your customer segments, your, you know, your channels, distribution, sales support, key metrics for success. How actually do we measure success of our product? Whether it be retention, uh, percentage of upsell opportunities, sales, 
you should stats on mobile devices etc uh, what costs actually how much is it going to cost us to build it how much is it going to cost us to market it to launch um, and then looking at revenue streams so how much money we're going to make from it what's our ARR then going on to development of course working with the development team building the requirements prototyping usability testing making sure you're doing focus groups and interviews and you know trying to get that feedback and looping it into that iterative development. And then, of course, we can't forget price. So packaging and pricing strategy, validation of pricing. So really trying to understand the willingness to pay. So are your end users, customers, whomever you're targeting, willing to pay for that product and what are they willing to pay and, you know, validating that pricing, how you're pricing it against your competitors and really getting the business, the rest of the business to understand the costs of building the product and the pricing strategy, how you've decided to price your product. Then, of course, looking at the go-to-market approach or what we need to do to launch the product. When are we going to launch it? Do you need to plan a soft launch or a beta before you go general with it? Uh, Are there different stages within the launch? You know, working with marketing and sales, putting together a timeline, ensuring that the business is aligned. So everybody's on board with the launch. They're really excited about the launch. They understand how to use the product. So you've done your training for your internal teams. Everybody's aligned and it's all good to go. So putting together the go-to-market approach, your plan to ensure that, you know, it launches at the right time. It's available to the right people, to the right customers and have steps in place to measure the success of your product. So you know what metrics uh, you want to measure, whether it be using one metric that matters framework or something else, but really putting those metrics in place so you can understand how your product is being used and if it's successful in the marketplace. Uh, But then also putting together targets and goals if you want to measure also return on investment, which is definitely likely for a product manager. So in conclusion, product managers do the upfront market research, product planning. They look at the requirements and what the customer values coming up with the product strategy and proposition, providing information to influence the business to invest, essentially providing the why. Why should we invest in this product, in this idea? But it's also key throughout the process, product management needs to track what's happening in the market and respond to any changes, as with the product owner role, as I mentioned earlier. But... In the ever-evolving, ever-changing world of product management and variations between organizations, the roles can become somewhat overlapped. So some organizations only have product owners, whereas some only have product managers and some have both. Some people are product managers, but don't even have the title product manager. They might be a BA or project manager, a product specialist or a product owner. So some companies Product owners and product managers are one and the same thing. Product owner could be traditional 
So as I explained, you know, really focused on stakeholder management, backlog prioritization, understanding uh, user and customer needs, really being the voice of the customer internally and really understanding the customer in depth. So traditional or could expand to more commercial product management activities as well, managing your um, roadmap, really looking at the market, maybe having involvement in uh, launch if it's a new product, maybe looking at pricing, etc. So some product owner roles may extend to more commercial product management activities. But then a product manager could actually be a traditional product manager role and expand to include product owner activities. So it might be, you know, looking at market analysis, strategy, proposition development, pricing, launch as a product manager, but then you also work with the development team. So you're also the voice of the customer. You also break down the requirements for the development team to work on. So I did a bit of investigation and research and had a look at job descriptions, just using the jobs functionality on LinkedIn. So found that you can always find a product owner role with commercial experience, a product owner role without, a product management role with no commercial uh, activities. So looking at pricing, um, market analysis, things like that. Uh, but then a product, a traditional product management role. So here's some examples. So firstly, this is a product owner role requesting commercial activities. So the skills and experience you need are setting the product vision, developing the product strategy, owning the product, user research and experience, launch activities, so launching a new product from scratch. So for example, some of those activities are attributed to to traditional product management activities. Then we have another role titled product owner, as with the previous one that was titled product owner. But this one is working in an agile environment, driving product development, generating, prioritizing the backlog, working closely with engineers and own their customer data. So really looking at the users, how they're using the product, what the users value working with the development team. So really core traditional product owner role. Then we have a product manager role just titled senior product manager. And the key function, the key job functions are cross-functional collaboration, prioritization, design, implementation, rollout, championing for quality and best practice during development, working with stakeholders within the business. So that's just product manager, senior product manager. Then we have another product manager role just titled senior product manager. And some of the key responsibilities are problem analysis, prioritization, data-driven decision-making, go-to-launch activities, developing product strategy, developing proposition. And this is just all job roles that I've found on LinkedIn just by searching. So you can see and understand why there are some confusions when it comes to product owner, product manager. What does a product owner do? What does a product manager do? Essentially, it does boil down to what you most enjoy about product management and what activities you want to be most involved with. So 
titles become neither here nor there, but we really need to understand the importance of both sides of the coin is to have commercial awareness in the roles in both as a product manager and as a product owner. So you really need to be aware of your business goals, uh, alignment, strategy, testing, usability, iterative discovery and development, measuring success and feeding that back into the building of the product iteratively, really understanding who you're targeting, your users, looking at uh, your competitors, looking at the market, doing market research and analysis, understanding your proposition because your proposition is essentially why, why you're doing what you're doing and what value does it give to your user, to your end user, to your customer. And that's important for both roles. So in conclusion, product management or product manager is the why and product owner is the what. And if both exist in the organization, the the two roles definitely need to work together. What role are you in? Feedback and join the conversation at thepodbox.co.uk. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please share with others who may find it interesting or useful. And don't forget, you can subscribe to our mailing list at thepodbox.co.uk and join the conversation on Instagram or Twitter at thepodbox. See you on the other side.